Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Southern Shell. And we got an ice storm coming on us, Shell. How are you feeling this morning? You feeling icy? A little worried. A little worried. Power's uh, been flickering. Power's flickering. We got ice on all the limbs. They're closing down roads, but here we are, Tyler. <laughs> we got to wrap this up and get yeah, home. That's right. Commitment. The, the kids are out of school today. Yeah. So Michael's at home. There's no telling what he's doing. When I woke up and looked out the window, it looked like it was just raining. Now it's like, yeah, all it, turned to ice. Yeah, now it's starting it to It not take it long. There's limbs crashing outside when I got out of the car mm-hmm. while ago. So... What are we going to talk about today, Chef? Where were you in the ice storm in 94? <laughs> I was at Northwest Community College. They were shut, you really? I wasn't even in high the... school. I was in junior high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't. Yes, I was. In 94? I was. I was a freshman in college. Were Whoa. you in junior high? Damn, that makes me feel old, Chef. That was eighth grade. Eighth grade. <laughs> they must have held you back. <laughs> you failed a couple years. <laughs> you failed a couple years, dude. Tyler, where were you in 94? <laughs> I wasn't you, born yet. <laughs> were you really? <laughs> no. I was looking at pictures of it last night going, wow, wow, look at the pyramid without the Bass Pro thing. <laughs> were you really? What year were you born? I mean, I don't want to give away your age, but. No, I, I was born 97, so I turned 25 this year, so. Oh, God. So really. I'm going to you... rethink my life. <laughs> I'm You're so old, old enough to be our kid, technically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm glad to be at, here, y'all. At the very least, Malcolm's kid. <laughs> I was 22. When that, that's how old my dad was when he, when he had me. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, well, pork butts were on sale this week. Yes, they were. Uh, it's the cheapest. I've seen them in like Kroger in a long time. It was $1.29, $1.49. It was something like that. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was $1.49. Yeah. Anyway, I got one and cooked it. Um, that was a video we did coming up. It'll be out hopefully next week if yeah, everything goes right, right, Tyler? Yeah, next, next Thursday. Yep. I did my version of, and we'll probably talk about it more in depth next week. I'd rather week, talk about it next but week. You know the Mississippi pot roast? I did the Mississippi pork roast. And then made a sandwich with it. And then made a sandwich. Killer. And it was one of the, it's automatic top five sandwich. <laughs> it may, have, may be the best sandwich ever made. It was so good. <laughs> Did you did you take some of it home and did you eat the rest of it or I can only imagine how I looked in the car like devouring <laughs> it with all you the had to eat it before you got home? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it did not fit any type of diet. No. No. It's a lot of cheese, love. And all the good food groups. Yeah. The blue plate mayo group, <laughs> cheese group. And it was massive. Group. So it, was it even like... had vegetables. Yeah, and it was massive too. It even had vegetables. It did. <laughs> Mushrooms, uh, onions, and spinach. But, that's not good for you. I don't know what is. But the the sale on pork butts got me kind of curious about the meat prices. You know. Yeah, are we going to see some relief this year? Hopefully, that's kind of what my research said. You know, did it really? Well, it said that meat prices are starting to come back down. Yeah. Um, prices for meat, poultry, fish, and eggs fell 04 percent from November to December. I just want the wings price to come <laughs> down and the supply. That's what. They did not say anything about wings. I yeah. should have Googled that. Yeah, what's but up? But I am wings? seeing a lot more chicken wings in store. There was fresh. We have plenty of fresh wings at Kroger. I don't know what it is now after the masses get 
paranoid and go buy everything. <laughs> they had, was it you, Tyler, that said you were at Kroger yesterday? And- yes. And they had a whole, like, so I guess the people were grabbing the milk off the shelf so fast that they couldn't restock it. So they just dropped the pallet on the floor and was like, there you go. Go for it. It's like the zombie horde attacking the milk. That and bread. I don't know what's up. Well, I I was like, what day was that? Uh, Wednesday? Yeah, we went in there. Yeah, yesterday yesterday morning we went in there and got that pork butt. And I ran into the butcher of Chef Steve. And he's like, man, I'm, I'm dreading today. I was like, what's wrong, Steve? And he's like. Man, everybody's coming, you know, around, you know, everybody thinks they buy milk and bread. Down here, they buy fillets and T-bones. And he's out there <laughs> trying to get the meat counter stocked up, stressed out. I was like, man, feel for you, Steve. So, I hear you. That's what well, I'm buying. I don't need milk and bread. I need beer and steak. <laughs> if, if we're going, if we're, if if we're, we're gonna, holing up for a winter storm, I'm getting the meat and the beer. <laughs> a little whiskey to right, keep you warm. Yeah, that's, that's it. What more do you need? I could build a fire and char some meat on it. <laughs> If I had to do it on the gas logs, I would charge it. <laughs> well, um, beef's down by 2%. That's good. That's good. Maybe we'll see some brisket brisket price relief. Porks by 1.1%. Yep. And hot dogs are 1.5%. Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know what? What was that, Tyler? I see wings are up 26% when I just kind of quick researched but, it. Yeah. So. Wings. But are they – the biggest problem we've had is finding them. Yeah. Yeah. I, a family pack of wings now is twenty twenty two bucks, and that's crazy. They used to be ten dollars. That's how much they went up at Kroger. And I look at them all the time because I, I buy wings. whole. Yeah, they're four. I think it's thirteen fourteen whole oh, wings in a family pack, and they're you know you're you're paying over a dollar a wing now. And they used to be dirt cheap. You should you know get that pack for nine ten bucks. So I'll be glad to see that go down. Yeah. So it is wing time. I wanted to talk to you about meat in the freezer. Meat in the freezer. Okay. What about it? I got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of deer meat now. I got a lot of deer and a lot of duck. Well, I don't have, you know, I don't have much pork and beef. I do have, ooh. You've got a big pork tenderloin. I've got a big pork tenderloin? I didn't know that. No, a beef tenderloin. Yeah. A wagyu with. What are you going to do with that? I bent to cook it at deer camp, but I forgot. So, you got all that other meat. How many yeah. freezers of meat do you have currently? Just three. Uh-uh. And one at work. <laughs> Four. How many do you have at Deer Camp? <laughs> one. <laughs> you count the one on the fridge and the one on the beer fridge out in the garage? There'll be a There's half. technically three freezers two for a deep freeze, a side by side, you know, freezer, refrigerator. Yeah. So that's and a half. The, and then the over top freezer. On the beer fridge. But that was just for like ground meat and fireball <laughs> that's, that's what's in there. So that's just at deer camp. I have, I bought, you know, and you then, got the bucket of fireball. You got to have that at deer camp. You never know. You know, just, it's a warm you up. You take them to the deer stand, get you a warm up. Yeah. But they don't sell the bucket anymore. So I bought the case and just refilled my bucket <laughs> in the freezer. How much is the case? Uh, it wasn't bad. It's like 120 bottles. I think you get it for like 80 bucks. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. No, that's the way to do it. it buy it. It's like the co- you know Costco <laughs> Sam's Club pack of Fireball bottles. <laughs> but you, you keep them in the freezer. Yeah, bottles. the little airplane bottle. Yeah. It's the perfect little take a shot and you know calm your nerves, warm you up, whatever you, whatever, whatever ails you. <laughs> you got a sore throat, get you a Fireball. I like the Tennessee Fire just as well. It's not as sweet, but yeah, I, I had found like the those in the airplane bottles. Better, yeah. If they sold buckets of those, I would, <laughs> I would have that too. Okay. But I've got some meat in there. I've got a lot of the ground meat that we've 
you know, packaged up in that freezer because it stacks in there good in a smaller freezer good. So that's one full deep freeze and two refrigerator freezers. But I cleared up some room. I took one of the heads to, to, to the taxidermist. So I've got some room in my deep freeze now. Okay. How many do you have at the office? One deep freeze. And one over the top freezer, okay. but it don't have anything but hot dogs in it, I think. And like lunch. And, yeah, it. lunch stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you've got one deep freeze at the house. Yeah, but I call that, that's just a little baby baby chest. <laughs> it's not even a full-blown, full-size, manly deep freezer. <laughs> I don't really, need I need another deep freeze is what you're telling me. You're making me real <laughs> rationalize that, that I've got, I, I'm a man that needs another deep freeze at the house. <laughs> I've got, well, Tyler, no joke, it's not even, that's I don't crazy. know, three foot. He's seen it, I guess. I have like seriously like so I have one of those like double door fridge at the top and you got the little pull down out dro- yeah. freezer and it's like halfway full. There's probably like one thing of meat in there. It's just like crazy. Are you serious? That's all you have is that freezer and it's halfway full. I know that's really sad. Oh yeah, you got to man up, get you a deep freezer, <laughs> just fill yeah. it up, fill it up. Don't, um, don't look at it again. What are you gonna do if there's an ice storm? That's what I started doing. Yeah, what, I mean, we got meat. I can cook. I got. Fresh. I mean, I got snapper in there. I probably got some tuna in there. I got pork. I got beef. I got sausages. I got venison. some. You know, I got a lot of wild game in there. There's probably some alligator in there. <laughs> I, I mean, there we is. could eat. There's some quail. <laughs> I could provide for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> with my deep freeze. I think I'm driving to y'all's house after this. Yeah. The heck with the milk and bread. We're carnivores. <laughs> We're just good. <laughs> you know, there's a chicken. A booty and stuff. There's chicken. a booty and stuff chicken in there from the Bucky's. <laughs> I've got all kinds of good stuff, but the see, okay, now that's my problem with deep freezers. You get all this stuff and you stock them up, and then you just forget to cook it, and you just go to the grocery store and get something. So you, I end up with stuff. Fr- so I need you to love have, to procure meat. I do. It's like an obsession of mine. I go through the, that. You know, when I go to the grocery store, I'm, I'm going to the meat department. I'm going to go through there. Oh man, I might cook this. You know, I think I got some skirt steak in there too. <laughs> you do. But I, I, fi- I find interesting cuts or something, or I see a sale on You'll something. You'll come running up looking... and be like, look at this, look at this. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> a like... good-looking brisket right here. I'm going to get it and put it in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I just need to make a habit to cook that stuff. Yes. Put it in rotation. Put it in rotation. Yeah. yeah. How often First do you different. see me like go out or go bad? Do you cook everything and then just kind of see? or uh, Kind of. Yeah. No. I mean... We... We have had, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't leave it in there for years. Yeah, I mean, one year is about what I like to be. I mean, yeah. I like to clean it out. Shell, you had my deep freezer organized for me. You had those for a little while. totes that were in there, and yeah, you could pull out, and the fish was in one, and the ground meat was in one, and you know, appetizers was in one. Because <laughs> we, and I don't buy that stuff. I don't know where the little bitty pizza rolls and chicken nuggets and. Popsicle sticks, not like come from. <laughs> that is not my contribution. But that does not the, take up a lot of. Oh, food. I forgot we do have an under freeze now on the. On it's the a fridge. drawer freezer, but it's below knee level, so that's not my freezer. <laughs> <laughs> if it's below knee it's level, that's yeah, that's for other people. I'm too old and fat <laughs> to be putting stuff in a deep freezer below knee level. <laughs> or digging it out, you can put it in. It yeah, I can, I can pull it out, and throw it in, but. Speaking of deep freeze desserts, have y'all heard about the little Debbie's ice cream? Yes. Snacks? I have been seeing TikToks on them where people get every flavor and try it. I can only oh, imagine. Oh, really? I, w- I would be too I scared to be them. disappointed. Swiss yeah. cake roll. Oatmeal uh, cream pie. Oatmeal cream pie. They have, uh, Typically yeah. that ice cream, every time I've bought like a ice cream like that, it, it's, it hasn't been good. It's like uh, too sweet. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, some bunny tracks. Have y'all never had bunny tracks? 
Oh, it's some of the best ice cream there is. It's got the little peanut butter chocolate, like Reese's bunnies with the ears in it. It's like Moose Track. Yeah. Okay. Blue Man, bunny. It is so good. It's one of my favorite ice creams. And it's got the little chocolate chips and yeah. different things in it, but it's called Bunny Tracks. Um, so how long can you store meat in the freezer? I mean, up to a year, I would say. Up to a year. Yeah, that's usually about as far as you want to go. With everything? And really, it depends on how it's, you know, is it in its original cryovac where the air, you know, no air has gotten to it, the seal's been compromised, it's not going to last, it's going to freeze or burn. If you're vacuum sealing it, I would say up to a year if you got a good seal on it. Um, I have had stuff loose seal in the freezer and frostbite yeah. and have to throw it out. I'm, I'm sure it recommended. People probably say six months to, I would say six months to 12 months. Um, Six to 12 months is about the storage time of, of most stuff in a freezer. So according to my research. <laughs> yeah, what do they say? Three um, months? It says beef only holds its flavor for about four to six months in the freezer. Eh, I disagree with I disagree that. that. I mean. It does start yeah. to. We cooked a steak the other day that I was like, I was expecting it to be a lot more tender and a yeah. lot more flavorful. It had been in the freezer a long time. And it had been in the freezer too long. And you could tell. Can yeah. you, have you ever had. Oh yeah, I could tell. I, I mean, see. I think my it's, that's my meat hoarding thing. Want to put meat in the deep freeze? It's not that I want to cook frozen meat because I hate I hate having to thaw something out and cook it. I'd much rather cook fresh every time I cook. But I find such good deals and I see such good looking meat and I want to collect it and I want to have it. That's why it goes <laughs> in the freezer. Well, but you, I'd rather if I had my choice, I'd rather go to the store and pick up something fresh or get it from the butcher and pick it up fresh and cook it right then. It's when it's always the best. Yeah. Can you freeze it? Yeah, you can freeze it and put stuff in there, and it's a great economical way to buy. Larger cuts of meat and break them down and save you some money by storing it in the freezer or yeah. when you find or it on sale. sale. That's I mean, that's what it's great for, but I don't think the quality of frozen meat is near as good. I mean, that's why frozen meat's cheaper. If you go down the freezer aisle and you look, you know, you go go look at the frozen hamburgers versus regular patted out burgers in the beef in the meat case. The frozen's always going to be cheaper. Frozen chicken wings are cheaper than fresh chicken yeah. always. It's just, I guess, the quality thing. I, I think a lot of that is they. Put the seconds or something in the frozen stuff. Yeah, they do. <laughs> when we you're bought, paying for the ice and water. <laughs> when we bought the um, frozen chicken wings, when we couldn't fry them fresh, they were some. Oh, they were horrible. Yeah, it looks like I don't know what they did to those chickens. They abused them. <laughs> they're little nuts. They must have been the ones that were like out on the outer edge of the truck that get squished, <laughs> in the, you know, yeah. between the cage and the thing was, because their wings are all busted up. The marrow's coming out of them. They've been fractured like. They some of them are it. just like half a wing. Yeah, half a wing. There was some pieces I didn't even I recognize. Hate, I mean, I used to love party wings. <laughs> I'd get the big, you know, four or five pound bag of party wings, and they were great. But now when you get them, they're they're not good at all. So that's why I've been buying fresh whole, and then if I want them jointed, I'll just take a knife yeah. and join them real easy. They're bigger. That yeah, the way. bigger wing. They cook better. They're fresh. Um, I have a few pin feathers on some of them. You need to pull out of the. Flappers, oh, no, that's just flavor. That's a feather flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't they Clean cook all? Chicken. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's yeah. A... Um, People just give me crap about it sometimes. You didn't get the feathers off. I saw them when you seasoned them. They're um, going to burn off. So the best way to store different meats in the freezer, do you have a different method? Um, well, Or the... do you store it all the same? I try to vacuum seal what I can. I've got, you know, I started out with the Food Saver vacuum sealer and, you know, using their bags. And um, it works pretty good, but it, those machines just don't last if you put them to a lot of work. So I bought this one. It's called a Wesson, I believe is the manufacturer. So. It's like 
It's more of like a commercial looking. It's big and it's yeah. heavy. It sits on your countertop and you got to lug it around when you get ready to, because you don't want to leave it out all the time. But it's super easy to use because you don't have to mess with pushing a bag in there. I mean, you just raise a lid, set the bag there, close it down in the chamber and go. It'll suck anything, all the liquid, whatever you want. It don't care. So it's kind of commercial. But, uh, and it takes the big roll. Like you can buy the big, 15, I think it's the 15 inch yeah, or 16 wide. inch wide rolls of bags or, you know, make your own bag. So I like it. So that's what I use most of the time. Um, and smaller portions. That's one thing I've yeah. learned too. If you get a bag or a pack of chicken breasts, you yeah. better break them down into how you're going to eat them. That's right. That's right. And that is great to do that because mm-hmm. you can buy a family. You know, you can break them down by family. What you're going to cook one meal, man. You know that I think that's like when we do those big pork loins. The you know I know everybody's saying the yeah. three foot pork loin. You can break them down into steaks or whatever you're going to use them for. Vacuum sealing those is the way to go. Now if you don't have a vacuum sealer, uh, freezer paper. It's about your best choice, and it's like a. I mean, everybody's probably seen a roll of freezer paper. It's it's a uh, you know it's like butcher paper with the wax kind of backing on it, and you can wrap it up tight in that, keep the air off of it, and that's what a lot of these meat processors or butchers do. But one thing I don't recommend doing is like when you go to the your meat counter or your butcher shop and they just give you the foam tray, and they wrap it in plastic wrap. You can't just go straight to the freezer with that. It's not the air's not off of it. That's the first one that's going to freezer burn. Now, if you leave it in there for a few days, it's probably okay. But if you plan on storing it in a freezer, those packs will never work. And I've and I've, you know, I've seen people do it where they'll just oh this you know, I got this tray of steaks or whatever on sale. I'm gonna throw it in the freezer. Well, that ain't gonna work. Oh, it's gonna freezer burn yeah, within two quick. weeks. Yeah, the meat Real will turn quick. colors on you. Um, it says the most important thing to do is protect it from exposure to air. That's right. Um, and you can either wrap it in plastic wrap or free- freezer paper, pressing it right up against the surface mm-hmm. of the meat. And then if you really want to help it, wrap another layer of either aluminum foil or a, a freezer bag. Yeah. Around so, that. Yeah. Then the freezer bags work, especially if you'll put d- display some in water. Have you seen them where they'll take the like Ziploc freezer bags? Mm-hmm. You put your meat in there and you drop it down in water and water pushes oh. the air out of the seal and you just keep dropping it till you get all the way down to the seal yeah. and you squeeze that seal tight and it's pushed, you know, the, the weight of the water has pushed all the air out. So you get, it's almost like a way to vacuum seal it without a machine. I've done that with kind of a straw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zip so, up everything, try to get everything straw, out and then suck the it out it off and try to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> but anything you can do to keep the air out, the air is what's going to make the meat go, you know, turn or whatever. And um, fish, they recommend fish and water. What do you? It depends. It depends on the type of fish. Like uh, ocean fish, you never want to freeze it. If it comes out of salt water, you don't want to freeze it in fresh water. It does something to it. I mean, it's you're better just putting the meat in a bag and freezing it. You treat it just like a steak. Yeah, yeah. But catfish or crappie or brim or something like that, even bass fillets, I froze those in water before. Um, You know, if you if you think about it, when they when you buy fish from the freezer section. It's all been flash froze, and imagine they did that in salt water. It wasn't, you know, fresh water. They flash froze it in, so they can so the fillets don't stick together. But I would, uh, if I'm doing fish, if it's if it's freshwater fish, it's okay to freeze it in water. It probably helps. But saltwater fish, I would definitely not put it in water and just vacuum seal it. Um, they also say that you need to freeze the meat as fast as possible. Yeah, that's true. How do you but, do that with just a regular? Well, freezer? I mean, most people can't. I mean, if you got a, if you had access to a blast freezer, that's what they're talking about. That's the absolute best way. Now you can cheat that a little bit. 
what a blast freezer does is it pretty much circulates cold air around in a in a deep freezer. Is it? So almost it's like almost like convection. convection. Yeah. It's almost convection air inside a freezer. So when your freezer is running at thirty, say your freezer is running at thirty degrees or whatever, that air moving around there is going to bring that windshield. Think of the way windshield does outside; it drops it. So the more air you have moving, the cooler it's going to be in that freezer. The faster something's going to freeze. The faster it freezes, the less ice crystals it forms. The ice crystals is what destroys the fibers in the meat, the protein fibers. And so when those crystals freeze, it tears up the meat fibers. You lose any moisture that's in the meat. It makes you know that's why when you thaw it out, you got all this juice in the bag. It's not from added water. That's that's flavor that you've destroyed out of that meat from letting it thaw. Huh. So. So, so the, being able to freeze it fast makes a big difference. It, it, the, the crystals don't grow as big, the meat freezes fast, and you keep more moisture in it. So a blast chiller is not necessarily colder, it's just convection air? Kind of, yeah. Basically. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know, I mean, some of them get down to below zero. Yeah. So they freeze super fast. But, but at home, you can kind of do that. If you've got an ice chest that has enough room for air to circulate in it, you can drop like a little desk fan in there. Mm-hmm. Run the cord out the top, make sure it still seals, and then put your meat on like a rack to where air can get around it and set it in that freezer with that fan blowing inside there, and it'll freeze it fast. Like you can freeze a whole brisket in 30 minutes. Have you ever done that? I've seen it done. Yeah. I've never done it myself because most time <laughs> You don't I'm, have enough space I'm to do sitting on my lid to close my deep freeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, there's no extra room. I don't have a designated blast freezer, but that, but it works. It works really well. And it's kind of like a poor man's way of freezing something fast. Yeah, yeah. And then once you get it froze, you can vacuum seal it, wrap it up, put it back over in a deep freeze. Oh, so know? you're saying freeze it before you vacuum seal it that way? Uh, or you could do You could. Way. I mean, yeah. You, I mean, you could do either way, I guess. I, that's something that I don't know. It seems like when we did it, they just put the meat on a rack and froze it and, and then, then took it out and then put, it. Yeah, packaged it up. But I don't see why you couldn't. You go ahead and vacuum seal it and, and put it in there. It's, it's just about letting the air, letting that cold air get around it to where it freezes it fast enough. A lot of guys were doing that with competition meat because you, you buy them bulk. Yeah. Or you get your meat trimmed up and you want to get it back froze. That's just a good way to do it, to be able to store it for contest. Because once you, you know, if you buy a frozen product and then you thaw it out and you trim it and then you want to refreeze it, refreeze it never works good. It's already been froze once a lot of times. I mean, it's just hard to, you know, you lose your quality as you do it. So and we've no, we've noticed that firsthand. That's why I always like cooking fresh meat. Yeah. I mean, we've noticed that with ribs for competitions. Oh yeah, chicken for competitions. Smaller meat. It, it really bad. shows. Um, I know a lot of guys were buying their briskets for the entire year, especially back when they were really hitting. Yeah, the like the Snake River had their big sale. Yeah, and they they thought the winter briskets were so much better than. A summer brisket. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of makes sense because the cows have got more They fed fat. more to make yeah. it through the winter. <laughs> yeah. They're on them leaner cows in the summer. Yeah. And them fatter cows. <laughs> in the, I know they're probably trying to keep them by the same weight, but to me it makes sense that cows got to put on more weight to make it through the winter. Yeah. So. It's like. So it's eating different food because the same food ain't growing year-round, imagine. Yeah. They're not eating as much grass, grass and hay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Smokey puts on a little weight. In the winter? In the winter. Uh, it's a winter weight on. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a cat, but. <laughs> he relates. And then, uh, so talk. Uh, we think about my man Joe Burrow. 
<laughs> you called it last week, by the way, if you didn't know. Rams and Bengals. We called both of them. I'm loving the way Joe I don't Harris. know if I called it. That's how I wanted it to go down. <laughs> and I really don't care which one wins. I kind of, you I know. I kind of pull for I, both. I, I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt my feeling to see Matt Stafford get him a Super Bowl, but I kind of want young Joe to. Yeah. <laughs> I've been loving his swagger this week. <laughs> Breaking out the Joe name with furs. Yes. Yeah. Posting on his. Yeah. Did you see his uh, post-game interview? No, what did it say? What he, did he he's like, yeah, we knew we were going to win that one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was obvious. Yeah. Just let them jump out three touchdowns on you. And, <laughs> yeah, we just toyed with them. You felt bad for Kansas City because, yeah, I mean, when I was watching that game, I was like, dang, they just come out to play. They're just like, this ain't even going to be a game. And then let them sneak in there. And, came back. Yep, came back. That's what I would have wanted, though, because, like, you know, they went to the Super Bowl last year. They won the year before. Like, I'm not saying exactly. that yeah. they don't deserve it. Yeah, they haven't yeah, earned yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As for an interesting game, the Super Bowl is going to be nice. I think, and if, if, I mean, if I, if you got to bet, I mean, you probably going to bet on the Rams. Really? They've got, I'd say, more talent, more experience anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cincinnati's a young team. I mean, they got a great running back, Mixon. Got a, you know, Chase is a wide receiver, and you got Burrow running to him. But I think just the Rams across the ball, they've got the receivers. They've got the deep, Aaron Donald on defense. So that's where you're putting your money? And they're at home. If you put the Bengals, like, I think if you put your money on the Bengals, it's like a better reward, uh, like oh, a lesser I, choice. I hadn't seen a line. Have y'all look, look the line up? It's right. got a computer in front of I got of you. If it's more than, if it's less than three points, I'd say bet on the Rams. If the line's like seven, I don't know. It's a lot of points. I'm saying Burrow's <clears throat> getting it. You're saying you you're betting on Burrow. You think it's going to be a high scoring game or a low scoring game? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it should be a high score. Well, long, the defense. See, how long Stafford been in the league? Oh, man, I don't know. Ten years. Yeah, he's in Detroit a long time. Yeah, he, he might was. have been in the league longer than ten years. It's been a while. It's been a while. I remember when he yeah. was at Georgia. Yeah. Didn't he come from Georgia? Yeah. A long time ago. Like long time Martin ago. Rick Garage, yeah. Money line, Los Angeles, <laughs> negative 200, Cincinnati, plus 170. What's the what's the straight line? Mm. Is it just seven? Oh, hold on. Seven points? I don't know. I got to. <laughs> it would be Rams minus something. I'm imagining. Yeah, I just, I, I just remembered seeing something. Okay. About a bet, oh. and the article that I was just looking at was <laughs> really hard to sift through. But just Google latest line Super Bowl. That's um, what it says. He was drafted in 2009. Mm. That's, that's a career. Wow. Yeah, he's been, t- what is that, 12, 13? 13 years, something like Heck, that? He was born in 88. He's only eight years younger than me. That's right. Super Bowl. The Rams are <laughs> listed as the, his last chance for Super Bowl. Rams are listed as the four and a half point. Okay. Favorites. Yep. That's so. You go Rams. I'd probably go Rams on that. If I don't know. I said three. Move. I said if it was more than three, but I, I bet it moves some. I bet the money's going. The money's it's got gonna, another week. Yeah. yeah. There's no telling what'll happen in a week. There's no telling. I'm probably gonna have to put a bet down though. Who would? What's the over under? Uh, it don't say. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we can talk about this next week. We'll get our bets in next week. We got a week to prepare for them. 
We'll have some prop bets ready. <laughs> Over under is 48 and a half points. Yeah. 48 and a half. Uh, I can see it going over that now. It just depends, well, it depends on how the Rams' defense plays. I just hope it's a really good game because I remember last year, like, didn't didn't they? It was like a, it was just like a wholly one sided game the whole Super Bowl, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Malcolm had a Super Bowl party up here. Oh, it was a great one. That was probably <laughs> one of the better Super Bowl parties I've ever been to. Oh, you had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember voting against, like, I just didn't want Tom Brady to win. What were we drinking bottles yeah. of? Screwball? Were y'all passing like, around Screwball? Yeah, we went through like three of them. Wasn't there like raining money involved or something? Yeah, we had squares. <laughs> we had to pass the ball for prizes every score and play. We had, we had a the, bouncy house for the kids. A bouncy house for the kids. <laughs> it was an all-out Super Bowl party. This year I'm going to be packing suitcases. I'm leaving at 6 a.m. the next morning. It's not going to be a party this year. <laughs> next we'll year. celebrate. Yeah, maybe next year. We'll bring it back next year. Crawfish Super Bowl. Um, it is almost crawfish season. It is crawfish season. They've got them. It's too cold. This cold's probably going to put a snap on it and jack the prices up. Watch. You need it to be a little warmer outside to eat your crawfish because you don't eat them inside. That's, That's a mess. Right. Yeah. So. That's true. Um, but you got a good shop. So somebody in the um, community page was asking about country style ribs. Yeah. So what are country style ribs? Are they well, ribs? No. They're not ribs. They uh, There's two kinds of country-style ribs you see. Some of them are actually part of the pork butt that they just cut into like a rectangle shape. And you can see like they'll take a pork butt and cut it thick and then cut those like, when I say thick, like almost two inches, and then they'll come back and they'll half those slices. The opposite So direction. it's like a pork steak cut in half. That's what so what's the difference between that and a pork steak? It's just a cut-down pork steak. Now that's one country-style rib. The other ones are like loin country-style ribs. And you'll see them do that with a pork loin. They'll take they'll take that pork loin, they'll cut thick pieces of it, and then they'll come back and cut those pieces in half and kind of create this rectangle of pork meat, you know. And so those are so pork. it's not ribs at all. No, it's not ribs at all. It's not ribs at all. It's either the loin or the butt cut into that fashion to where it's a like a rectangle rib esque shape. Do you cook them differently based uh, on how they yeah, are? The the pork loin. Country style ribs do really good, kind of hot and fast, and grilled like a pork chop. Mm-hmm. Glaze them, char them up, and they're you know don't cook them more than one forty five. They're tender, they're juicy, they're really good. The uh, pork shoulder country style ribs, the ones that come from the butt, need to be broke down, so it takes longer to cook them because you, you know if you cook a pork butt one hundred forty five, it's kind of you know it's yeah. a little tough. So you, what I like to do with those is get some smoke on them. And then wrap them up a lot like we do ribs, you know, butter, brown sugar, barbecue sauce, whatever you want to put in the wrap to get them tender. Then when they're tender, take them back out, set your sauce and glaze on them, and they'll eat just like a rib. They're really, really good that way. Yeah. If I had if I had my pick, I would probably – they're both good, but I'd probably go with the butt, the, the shoulder country-style ribs. Because you can really break them <clears> Because they got on. more fat in them. You know, that loin's lean. Yeah. And it's just like eating a pork chop. It's good, but it's like eating a pork chop. But the, I'm a big fan of – Pork steaks or country style ribs cut out of a pork shoulder. Is that kind of what they call a riblet? Uh, I've heard. Yeah, what's a riblet? Riblets are the tips, right? Usually, usually riblets are ribs they've cut down, or you know, the the or it could be the drop pieces, or it could be the tips. I mean, yeah. there's all different. You know, I've seen them cut different ways, but you know how they do the flanking beef ribs. Oh, I love that. So they'll do flanking 
spare ribs, but then they'll cut those flanking strips down into little riblets. And it's just like it's got two pieces of rib bone, like circular cross-cut mm-hmm. pieces, and then meat all around it. So you just kind of eat the meat around the little bone. So and it's, they're usually kind of fatty. And, yeah, 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 they're fat. Yeah, and delicious. They're, they're good. They're really good. <laughs> I personally love some rib tips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The rib tips, now that's more of the drop when you're – when you're cutting out St. Louis cut out of a spare rib, it's, you know, it's the part that's attached up to, um, you know, the lower breastbone or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it comes around the bottom of the rib cage. You trim that off and it's got some cartilage, got a little bone in there. Oh yeah. But there's a ton of good meat in there that's marbled up and encapsulated you, with fat. You got to gnaw around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, but a lot of that fat belts, and it makes really moist, tender meat, but then you get the cartilage to deal with. Some people don't like dealing with that cartilage, but they're really, really good. Really good. So do they? have you ever seen anybody in a restaurant sell rib tips? Aside yeah. Aside from like a Tom's? I mean, those type of, you know, Memphis-style restaurants yeah. have them a lot. Um, I, would, I would think it's probably rib tips are more soul food than they are barbecue. So a lot of times you'll see people cook them, you know, or in the oven three. or, yeah. yeah, with a meat and three. They'll be real saucy, real, you know, or gravy or something mm-hmm. with them. And they're served with a lot of vegetables. It's not really like something you need at your barbecue. Yeah. But that's, that's how you see. Yeah, yeah, greens. yeah. Right, right, right. Soul food. Yeah. That's how they're done. You know, they're probably poured the barbecue sauce to them, simmered them down till they're falling off the bone. And you just got this delicious rib meat. But it, often they're not smoked. They're you know cooked in the braise down. Yeah. But they're I mean they're great. I've cooked them. You know I always cook them when I cut my spare ribs down. They're good. What does chili serve? <laughs> Chilies. Yeah. Those baby bags. <laughs> don't you know the song? Are they riblets? Applebee's is the one that had the okay. riblet basket back in the day. I don't know if they still do or not. <laughs> Applebee's is coming back with their commercials. Have y'all been seeing? Uh-huh. They've, been, they've been playing the Cheers song for one. Theme from Cheers and like trying to get people to come back. There's Applebee's in Sanitobia. We need to go check it out one day. Yeah. I think it was Tuesday night. It used to be riblet night. Back it was like day, half, half price draft beer and, and all you can eat riblets. So you could go there for like 20 bucks and just have a time. Have a time. Yeah. We would order like one person would order the all you can eat riblets and just everybody at the table would eat off that basket. <laughs> <laughs> We'd get up. I mean, we were poor. Yeah. We had no money. You know, we were we scrounging up $1.50 to buy the big draft cheap beer yeah i think they still do the dollar margaritas too if i'm not mistaken what? yeah it's like dollar margarita i mean i'm sure it's a lot of sweet and sour but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i bet it is and not zinc mix and montezuma tequila <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> comes out of like that uh poor spigot <laughs> yeah uh, what's that tequila with the bull on the front we have a bottle at the house. It's in a plastic bottle. Like is it Toro? El Toro? El Toro. <laughs> <laughs> El Toro tequila. Nobody will touch it. Uh-uh, you can't give that stuff away. That's He's, one where you just make a batch and add it to it. I think that's how I ended up with it. We were making like a big batch of something. Yeah. That's when I start looking at people crazy, so. Yeah. <laughs> <Opt> out. <laughs> well, today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about barbecue stocks. Stocks. Hey, there are a few stocks now you can get. You like the yeah Weber. Hey, Weber's had a release last year. Traeger had a release last year. What's Weber's uh, ticker? W W B R. I don't know what it is. I know Traeger's is their stocks almost cook. I know from the time they came out that uh, the prices went down. So it's a good time to buy them. <laughs> 
W-E-B-R. W-E-B-R is Weber. Cook, C-O-O-K, is Traeger. Really? Up yeah. almost 1% today. Yeah, don't do not. First off, I would like to start with a disclaimer. Do not take financial advice from me. I'm nowhere. <laughs> Check former fashion affiliated with any kind of financial institution or certified to give advice on financing. <laughs> but that being said, you there's like- some stock options there. If you want to buy some <laughs> Traeger or Weber. In most of our financial talks, you quote early Kyler, so <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that shows you what kind of level we're at. That's it. That's it. <laughs> financery. <laughs> we're talking financery. That's the magical thing. <laughs> so that's the only tips you got. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's only two. <laughs> if you're looking for a couple companies in the grilling industry to invest in, it might not be a bad idea to. Is Weber and Traeger the first? Out. Um, that you know of? You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's you know, some different ones. That, yeah. Who holds, is it Clorox or somebody that owns uh, Kingsford? It's one of those big companies. You could probably get some of that. But I didn't uh, know that. The Kingsford. barbecue guys, uh, didn't they, I don't know if they sold out to a bigger company or if they partnered with Went some hedge public. fund or something. But I think, yeah, I don't know if they're, I don't know I don't if they've had their public. public. I don't think that they've. They're they're going to be yeah if they haven't yet. I know the Mannings. It seems like I've seen them do a lot. They they invested into it. So the Mannings will do anything. <laughs> is, Shaq, is Shaq in? Which one's Shaq in? <laughs> <laughs> if the Shaq isn't doing it, the Mannings. There is will. another. Um, there's another company. I can't think of the name of it right now, but they're like the ones that own like Famous Dave's. Um, it's like a restaurant group. It's yeah. a barbecue, uh, public stock that you can buy. It's not just privately held. You were right. It is Clorox, by the way. Is it? That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Who owned, who owned Kingsford? I did not know that. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. And you know that originally was like in the Ford family. I think Henry Ford's brother King- maybe started it or something like that. Kingsford, wow. the brand. That's what I, yeah, I mean it's it's been around that long. Nineteen twenty. So it says. Wow. Long time. Wow. I didn't even know they had a use. Mm-hmm. They had grills that required charcoal. Back I mean, then. they might have been making coals for house or, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't I don't know what they were doing. I'm sure they were doing something with them. Because Weber's really didn't take off. They were kind of the first backyard grill. Yeah, that was probably in the 50s, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the 50s. Yeah. I just figure Weber Stevens has been around a long time. That's probably a pretty safe company to. And it seems like why they waited so long to go public. I, I just they, assume they would have been public by now. I figure they would. I mean, that's yeah. a well-established, known brand and company. Maybe they changed or sold, did some selling. I don't know. And then Traeger is just up and coming there. Yeah. You know. They've grown really quickly. As far as a company, yeah, yeah. for sure. We'll uh, see how they do on the market. So, Ice Storm this evening. What yes. are you cooking? You know, it's awful chilly weather. Awful chilly. <laughs> that sounded good, isn't it? We, we're going to go to the grocery store. I don't think I have anything in the freezer to make chili. <laughs> no way. I don't, yeah. I don't have hot dogs. I don't have, I don't know if I have any ground beef. You need, you need hot dogs for your chili. I need cheese. I need, I need, I need a can, one can of beans. I need Fritos. tomatoes. I know I probably have some Rotel at home. I do, definitely need some Fritos. I probably have jalapenos and Ooh, cilantro. Yeah, I don't know. If, uh there may be some cilantro. Some of that freezer dry taco night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh, I'm yeah, feeling chilly. I'm feeling chilly tonight. Where's chili the, dogs. Yeah, 
I was thinking about like Super Bowl stuff. Like what's what's everybody cooking for Super Bowl? That's what I've had on my list here. We didn't get to that. Mm-mm. I know that might be more of a talk for next, next week. week. I next week will be our Super Bowl extravaganza. Is that what it's going to be? So I I've got a whole list of stuff that sounds delicious. Okay. Let me just do one of them. Yeah, let's do one of them. All right. A Mississippi cheesesteak. <laughs> What's a Mississippi <laughs> Or a Memphis-style cheesesteak. What's a Memphis-style Well, style you know, they call them Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe they originated in Philly, but I was thinking a Memphis-style one with sliced uh Thin pork. Okay. Are you going to use barbecue flavors? Uh, no, I Ooh. wasn't thinking about it. I was thinking more like roasty type flavors. Oh, but you or like Italian, some. like the Italian beef. You know how I do that? And I was thinking like you could either do it with a pork loin and do it on a flat top. Yeah. Or you could do it a pork butt, like a boneless pork butt and slice it. Could you shave it? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You don't, don't cook it all the way to where it's falling apart. Cook it to where it's like 185. Oh, like an Arthur Bryant style. Yeah, like that Kansas yeah. uh, Kansas City style pork where they put it on the deli slicer and slice it. Yeah. And then make a Philly with that, with the peppers and the onions and the mushrooms and the cheese. What if you put barbecue sauce and cheese? A barbecue? That would be Memphis style. Little. You yeah. can still do the onions. I, I, eh, I'm, I I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. That's that's a creation there. I think, I think that's a Memphis style. A Memphis cheesesteak. I like that idea a lot. Sounds delicious. I think yeah. it does. Have you ever seen that? I mean, I haven't seen anybody do that. Mm-mm. A Memphis cheesesteak. My wife loves... Well, a Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> what a Memphis. Your wife loves what? Uh, my wife loves, like, cut pork. or I, like, I guess, like, you're talking about, like, the pork butt, and then you don't cook it all the way, and you cut it. And like you slice that. like a pork yeah, butt. That, yeah, like that's pork. her preferred. Really? Mm-hmm. Where she had that before? Because um, it's a Kansas City thing. Sonny's Barbecue. Oh yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, Sonny's like does it. Yep. yep. Sonny's the few times I've been there is pretty Sonny's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're real good. They they're they're, they're mainly down, they're they're out of Florida, aren't they? And that where Sonny's headquarters is. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's like Daytona one. or Orlando or so. It's somewhere down there. It's almost like every exit as we were driving yeah. to Naples. It was like constant. Yeah. And we stopped at one because she grew up eating it. They've got good sauces. It was really good. I was yeah. impressed. Yeah. And then I've I, one other thing I want to talk about brats. That's we haven't had brats in a very long time. That's what got me to thinking. I was like, what can we talk about for Super Bowl cooking? But you know, I do brats three ways. I do them, um, you know, just a regular traditional. What's the traditional way? Where you, I, my traditional way is I like to simmer the fat out in beer. Okay. With onion. You take your raw break brat. the fat down, simmer it down. And then, so you once, take your raw brat, raw put brat, it in a pan with beer, put it in a pan with beer and, and onions, onions, simmer it down. How long? Um, usually half hour, okay. forty five minutes, depending on the grill. You know, I put the grill about two fifty, let it simmer down, warm up. It starts cooking that fat out. Then once once it's pretty much done, like internally, one forty five, I'm gonna move it over and I'm gonna sear it. And that's where I'm going to brown it up and finish it off. And it just makes a juicier brat that it way. It snaps. A lot of people, I, like, I think the traditional, the Wisconsin way is they do that. They sear them first, and then they move them over to the beer bath as they get them done. And to me, I don't I don't want my brat coming right out of the beer bath and eating it. I want it. I want that beer. I, I don't mind the flavor from it, but I want to sear the outside and cook the outside and then I don't want my onions coming out of that beer bath either. I want them sautéed on the side. And I like sautéed 
peppers and onions on my brat, a good grainy mustard, and I'm a happy man. Now. What's number two? Number two is just a straight smoked brat. You just throw it on there and smoke Throw it, it on the smoke, yeah. Like and a- it's very, very good. It takes a little longer. How long? Um, you know, if you're doing them at 250, 275, you're looking probably about an hour and a half. Uh, if you still want to cook them to at least 165 internal. Um, it has a different, the, the texture on the outside is not as snappy. It's a little more chewy, but the meat's super soft. And that's, you know, it's really, really good. It's juicy brat. It's a real juicy brat. Do you brat. feel like you get a smoke flavor? Yeah, you definitely get way? the smoke flavor that way. You definitely get the smoke flavor. Um, with those, I mean, they're 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 great. You know, if I, sometimes I'll just throw brats on and do that where I don't want to feel like messing with the beer bath and cutting up all the stuff. But my preferred way is probably number one. Now, number two is, and, and well. What's the third way? Bacon wrapped. <laughs> and if you've never had a bacon wrapped brat, you don't need anything else to go with it. So how do you do but a bacon wrapped brat? Do you take just your take raw a piece brat? of bacon and a raw brat and you wind bacon around it and you put it on the smoker or the grill uh, indirect and you're just cooking it till the bacon's done and it's a game changer. <laughs> it's a really good one. Really good one. Now with that middle brat or the other one, Real, um, I like to make a bacon jam. I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I like the bacon jam. The bacon the jam. So let me, you've never had the bacon jam. You're missing out. It's good on it's good on burgers. It's good on chicken. It's good on a sausage. You did it and put it on top of that smoked cream cheese. Yes, it was very good. That was very one good. of my favorite recipes. So I start with like oh, let's do smoked cream cheese. You want to? <laughs> I don't want to go outside and smoke smoke yeah. ice. We can just we heat it up in the oven. oven. Yeah, we did the oven. <laughs> But uh, so you need about, I don't know, seven, eight, ten, twelve pieces of bacon. <laughs> I just usually buy a thin pack and I take my bacon and I chop it up kind of like in little lardons and throw it in a skillet, render it, leave that bacon grease in there, get the crispy bacon out, put it on paper towel, hold it to the side. And then I take probably three or four large yellow onions, the sweet onions, and cut them into rings. Thin, thin, thin as you can do. If you we can do it on a mandolin, mandolin, yeah, it's the best way to do it. Get those in there in that bacon grease. Season them with just a pinch of salt. And as they cook and salt, you're just cooking them down. You're cooking those. You're caramelizing them down, caramelizing them down. As they cook down, they absorb some of that grease. You might need to put a splash or two of water in there. I also add a little bit of balsamic vinegar. Um, and right towards the end, I'll just sprinkle them with a little bit of brown sugar. That'll help sweat them down. And as those onions cook, they'll lose that oniony shape and they won't look like a sauteed ring anymore they just kind of go to a almost like a a, a fruit mash or something yeah, it just yeah, all comes to together and that's when you take them off the heat and you mix that bacon you fold that bacon back in with them and you put it in a jar and that's your topping for brats for burgers for chicken it if you've never had the bacon jam you've got to try it's it true. is absolutely yeah it's a it's a game changer it's a it, it's easy. It takes a little time to sweat the onions down. I think it, it, it takes I mean, it forty five minutes. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah, you, you don't want to leave them too long. You so stir them. If you made a jar of bacon jam, how long would it be good in the fridge? Oh, a I'd say a weeks. week or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It ain't gonna last that long. <laughs> you just spread it on a cracker and eat it. You know, a little cream cheese and some of that on top, and you got a. It'd be great on a charcuterie board. Like if you're making Ooh, if you're yeah. making a sausage, you know, a big meat board. For um, Super Bowl or anything like that, or anytime you're you know doing that, just have you a little bowl of the bacon jam out there too, because it goes with anything. 
it's that sweet element. Like you see them put fruit out, they put honey out, anything like that. It's going to go with it. So with a good cheese, that bacon jam is going to be excellent. I'm in. You're in? That's what you... <laughs> I'm feeling Sloppy Joe's tonight. Ooh, oh, that wow. sounds good. Speaking to me. I haven't had Sloppy Joe's in a little while. I hadn't either. I love sloppy joes. Well, I do something. It, like I, the manwich, like the do you buy the do you buy the manwich sauce in the can? Yeah, yeah. Manwich sauce in the can. That takes me back right there. <laughs> manwich. The first time I made uh, sloppy joes for Malcolm, he kind of turned his nose up at him because it wasn't manwich. It was just like <laughs> you made ketchup barbecue sauce and ground beef. <laughs> That's how it's <I> taught. <laughs> it's like the mama burger. <laughs> just put it on loaf bread. Had some mayonnaise on it, some pickles. Like, oh, that's not sloppy Joe. It was either man with sloppy Joe. What is this? Well, sloppy Joe, I'll make sloppy Joe. Give me that. Give, give the peppers, onions, ketchup, <laughs> the light bread. I want all that out of here for the sloppy Joe. That's, where's the man witch? <laughs> this is probably like a cardinal sin, but Hormel used to sell this thing that was like. It was. It, it just came in like a box. It was like an oval shaped box, and all you did was heat it up. And I think it was the oven or even the microwave, and you literally just served it. But it tasted the, about the same as bandwich, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. It was already ready. To, it was frozen, ready to go. Frozen, ready to go. But and I, as a kid, I remember it being as good. I have not had that in a long time. Yeah, that is yeah. the disclosure. Oh there, man, but. I would imagine you could meal prep sloppy joes pretty good. They're gonna last <laughs> at least a week. In there. You can freeze them probably. <laughs> they don't need no helper. They don't need any helper. No, it's fine just by itself, Clark. That's why they call it helper. <laughs> I do make a deer kind of sloppy joe. I took those are good. I take yeah. deer roast and kind of Ooh. put it no, in I the tell you, pot all day. We hadn't done this, but uh, you could do sloppy joe sliders, and those would be good. Oh, I have seen a recipe for those. Yeah, kind of like your do like, yeah pizza rolls or little yeah. ham biscuits or whatever. Put your little garlic butter on the bottom bun, spread your sloppy joe meat out, put cheese on it, put the top bun on. I bet that'd be delicious. Heck yeah. That's the way to go. I'll let you know next you week. Do, you you going to try to do that with Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> Slider sloppy joes. Some sloppy joe type meal for the ice yeah. storm. Speaking of the ice storm. <laughs> Speaking of the ice storm. I'm walking home, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for us to wrap yeah. this up. Yeah, want to wrap it up a little early today? Yeah, we got to. Well, do we have any flirting. news? Anything y'all want to plug? Anything we're forgetting before we get out of here today? As always, make sure you guys check out the Facebook community <laughs> yeah. um, where there's tons of knowledgeable people that are going to answer your questions and then just honestly just make some friends there. Uh, make sure you download all of Malcolm's favorite recipes in the app. It's available on the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. And yeah. let us let us know in the community who you got on the game. Take a consensus. We should. Yeah, we we'll start a poll. poll. Yeah, start a poll. Tell them my money's going on. Let's see what the <laughs> poll is. We'll we'll shut it off and put the bet down. Is it who's going to win, or is it are we going to yeah. follow the just who on, you on got the, the money on? Yeah, yeah, on the, on the line against the spread. Against the spread. Yeah, create a huge discussion. Yeah. That's right, Michelle. If you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's How to BBQ Right on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and of course YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram, Twitters, and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> TikToks. Are you Miss Southern Shell on TikTok? I am. Or simply Shell? No, it's Miss uh, Southern Shell. <laughs> Miss Southern Shell. All right. Well, good. Well, hey, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Stay safe out there. If you're in the 
eyes or the grasp of this ice storm we're getting. And uh, we'll be back next week to do this all again. Y'all have a great weekend and fire those sparkers up. We gone.